0: Good evening and soon-to-be morning, uh, Sabbath morning. Happy Sabbath, um, Sunday, I should clarify, just so there's no confusion. Welcome to My View from the Rim. Um, got a few things that I wanted to really kind of talk about tonight. Um, and this all started while I was rehearsing uh, with my wife. My wife plays the organ at church, And I have the wonderful blessing of directing the music. And so we were practicing this morning um, with the organ over at the church. And as we were going through one of the songs, and we'll get to that in just a moment, I noticed a, a phrase really stood out to me, and we're going to get to that. But first I'm going to sing attempt to sing, so forgive me uh, for that ahead of time, Um, the first verse of the song, but I'm going to sing it in Spanish just because I so love to sing in Spanish, and so here we go. Uh, Let me get over there to the page so that I have it in front of me, and we're going to give it a shot for better or mejor o peor, no? Israel, Jesús, os llama De las tierras de pesar, Babilonia va cayendo Dios sus torres volcará Así han venido, pues prestos I think that didn't actually come off too bad. Let me translate that for you. Um, Israel, Israel, God is calling, calling thee from lands of woe babylon the great is falling god shall all her towers overthrow come to zion come to zion ere uh, his floods of anger flow come to zion come to zion ere his floods of anger flow it's hymn number seven in the uh, hymn book of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints Uh, The text is by Richard Smith, the music by Charles C. Converse, and I know that that is music that is used in many different uh, Christian denominations, or the the tune is, rather. Um, Now, I just wanted to sing that, and that's why I sang it in Spanish first, Uh, but I want to read the second verse, and and this is so important that... I think it's really underestimated, is actually reading to understand the message of a hymn. And you'll see why in just a moment. The, the second verse Israel, Israel, God is speaking. Hear your great deliverer's voice. Now a glorious morn is breaking for the people of his choice. Come to Zion, come to Zion. And within her walls rejoice. Come to Zion. Come to Zion. And within her walls rejoice. And I have to apologize for the inflection on the first line where I said, Hear your great deliverer's voice. Because I read it as a question. And it actually has an exclamation point. My eyes are, it's what it is. Plus it's late at night or soon to be early in the morning. Anyway, the part that I wanted to focus on, because this really just, in fact, it, even though I've sang this song a number of times, I will confess that it's not my most favorite hymn. And people will, of course, say, well, I thought every hymn was your favorite hymn. Well, that's not the case, sadly. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. And... When I, we were going through this music, it certainly shot up in esteem as I was going through this second verse. Now a glorious morn is breaking for the people of his choice. Now, that line to me has always been very interesting um, because it sounds almost exclusionary, doesn't it? Well, whoever God chooses, right? God has His chosen people, and, you know, that's who can go to Zion. And so who is God's chosen people? The children of Israel. Now, if you are a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or if you're not, but you happen to listen to the general conference of the church here two weeks ago, then you already probably know where I'm going. With this. President Nelson, Russell M. Nelson, who is the president and prophet of the church, gave a talk entitled Let God Prevail. And the reason it's called that is because President Nelson said that he had always been fascinated. With the concept of the gathering of Israel. And that he had read extensively regarding that gathering, the gathering, the the ministries of of the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, um, the covenant that God made with them, um, the dispersal of the tribes, uh, first the ten tribes. at the hands of the Assyrians, uh, and then uh, at uh, at the end of uh, the Roman, when the Romans destroyed Jerusalem and dispersed uh, Judah and Benjamin, um, and as well as prophecies about the gathering that are in our day, and he s- speaks about how he fasted and prayed about this subject, and that he was with some he- Hebrew scholars. He learned. That one of the Hebraic meanings, I'm actually quoting out of the talks, forgive me for not saying quote, uh, but with the help of two Hebrew scholars, I learned that one of the Hebraic meanings of the word Israel is let God prevail. Thus, the very name of Israel refers to a person who is willing to let God prevail in his or her life. That concept stirs my soul. End quote. I just wanted to leave it hanging there for just a minute because it's very, very important. As um, members of the church or as one of the doctrines of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is... That when you are baptized if you are not already a member of one of the twelve tribes by blood then you become adopted in to the tribe of Ephraim and that adoption is every bit as valid as if it, you were a blood descendant of Ephraim and hence of Israel the critical part of that is what President Nelson was speaking of when he said, let God prevail. So often we hear things like, you know, Christ taught, if you love me, keep my commandments. obedience is just the beginning right it's the first law it's and it's important i mean you know you cannot build anything spiritually you cannot build on any there's no covenants that you can build without having obedience down but it's only a beginning just like the mosaic law The Mosaic Law had no power to save except through the atoning blood of the Savior Jesus Christ. But we have to do more than that, my friends. We have to allow our will to merge and understand God's will for us. And once we understand God's will for us, we have to make His will our will. And Heavenly Father won't do that by coercion he is not going to make us follow him. That's not his plan. In fact, that would violate the whole concept of agency, the ability to choose, the whole purpose for us being here. Well, one of the purposes is to see whether or not we will do whatsoever the Lord commands. The Lord will not force us to obey his will. He did not even force the Savior to do so. And when the Savior was in the Garden of Gethsemane and he asked for the cup to be withdrawn, but it was conditioned only if that was what the Father wanted. the only begotten Son of the Father in the flesh, Jesus Christ, had learned to let God prevail in his life so completely. And it wasn't something that he was born with. He had to learn. He didn't know as a baby, that his father was the son, was heavenly father. He learned over time that he was the literal son of God, and then on the cross. so that his son's victory could be complete, the father withdrew. Talk about a lesson for us in the trials in our lives. There comes a time when we have to do hard things ourselves. so that we can accomplish them. How hard it must have been for the father to see the agony that his son was going through though it was all of his creation hung in the balance. Seeing a child go through suffering, even when it's right and necessary, does not completely alleviate that feeling of anguish that you feel as a parent. And I can only stop and imagine how Mary felt. Christ gave us the example of how we can let God prevail. Of how we can become the people of his choice. Every day we're confronted with dozens and hundreds of small little decisions about what direction we want to go, about what we want to say, about what we want to do. we need to follow President Ballard of the acting president of the Quorum of the Twelve who said we should pray always. Should pray and seek out Heavenly Father to know His will for us. To find out how we can change ourselves so that we can willingly put aside those things That are preventing us from willingly choosing to do the Father's will. I cannot even begin to tell you how blessed I feel to know. That we have a prophet on this earth today. Somebody who lives in these times and and can give guidance for these times. And that he leads the Lord's special witnesses. I leave my witness with you of the Lord Jesus Christ that He truly did let God prevail within His life in all aspects from baptism at the hand of John until. On the cross, he said, It is finished. Willingly, uncoerced, and by so doing, set the example for us. These things I testify. In the name of the Savior. This is my view from the room. Have a blessed Sunday. May you truly make it a delight. In everything that you do.